This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to the Triple Vision podcast, your window into the past, present, and future of blindness in Canada. This podcast has been made possible by a generous contribution from T-Based Communications and the support of the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians. The mission of Triple Vision is to gather and document previously untold Canadian blindness narratives, one lived experience at a time, and to make our history accessible and universally known. Hello and welcome to Triple Vision. I'm David Best and... With me is Hannah Levitt, my co-host. Hi, Hannah. Hi, David. How are you doing? I'm good. And are you excited about our launch of the Triple Vision? Yes, I am. Very much so. What we'd like to do for our inaugural project is introduce the Pandora Project team. And with us today, we have Peter Field, Charlie Ayot, John Ray, my co-host David Best, and myself, Hannah Levitt. So let's get to know our members a little bit. Charlie, can you tell us a little bit about your idea for the Pandora Project and the book? Uh, Yes, I can. It's taken almost 30 years of conversations with friends and colleagues within the community to identify what's actually happened to the movement to blind, deafblind, and partially sighted Canadians with respect to what kind of progress we've made. Those conversations were about governance, stereotyping, concessions, transportation, employment, and a number of other subjects that brought us to this point in time. From the very beginning of my exploration in answering the question of what happened to us, was at its core, why and how did we get here? And that meant a look back at our history. So the book is was an idea that grew out of a conversation about why and how. And Peter and I both agreed that it was a good idea. So we pursued that with an idea of putting some meat around the bones of a history that has not been told by blind, deafblind, and partially sighted people. So, Peter, can you tell us um, about the Pandora Project um, after you and Charlie got together and talked about it? Yeah, so as Charlie said, she and I have been talking about the book uh, for some time, uh, for all the reasons that she stated. And then um, at the end of 2019, I retired from my career and Charlie said, oh, great, you can write the book. Uh, Well, there's no way I was going to do that on my own. So I pulled together... um, three of my other closest friends uh, to, pu- to put together the Pandora Project team. Um, so that's why today we've got uh, John Ray, David Best, and uh, Hannah Levitt. Um, so I think it's important to point out that the Pandora Project uh, has a number of components, of which the Triple Vision podcast is one. So the full vision of the Pandora Project is to do the podcast, such as we're doing now, to write a book, kind of in phase three. But in between all of those things, we are uh, working towards putting together learning materials for all levels of the education system to make sure that the history of Canadians who are blind, deafblind, and partially sighted is taught in schools because it it is not now, uh, to the best of our knowledge. Thanks, Peter. So, John, 
Uh, you're also a member of the Pandora Project team. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement in the project? I've been involved in the disability rights movement across Canada for almost 50 years now. And I'm also a history lover, a lover of most history. And it has seemed to me that blind Canadians and other disabled Canadians, well, no, that, that, that blind persons and others who are disabled in Canada around the world have a history. We do have a history. But it's a history which has never been very well documented. Some people have even said to me, John, you want to do something about that. And I've always thought, that's not a bad idea, but the thought of writing a book on my own, just like Peter said, is too daunting a process. But uh, I believe that there is a need to chronicle our history, a history that some of us have lived through and participated in. And to have that history told from our side, from our perspective as blind consumers, rather than from the rehabilitation or service industry sector, it's time that we told it like we see it. And so the opportunity to participate in the, in the Pandora Project is, is extremely exciting to me, as I hope that the various facets of the overall project that Peter just outlined uh, will help bridge what I consider to be a, a gap that needs bridging. Thanks so much, John. That's a great explanation. So, David, you're also a part of the project. Where do you fit in? Yeah, and it's it's an exciting project. I uh, was asked to join the team, and I I think my my primary interest in in the project is the the stories of life experiences of blind, low vision, and deafblind people in Canada. Because our primary disability or our primary barrier is information and communications. And prior to the 1970s, we were really dependent on family, friends to read things to us, to listen to the radio or the old reel-to-reel tape machines. But since the 1970s, up until now, we've uh, been able to gain a lot better access to information due to the internet and digital communications. And going forward, we are really going to have an advantage with AI. As the artificial intelligence develops and becomes more sophisticated, we're going to become greater independent and I think one of the things we need to do is tell the story of blind Canadians and the challenges we have with not only getting information, but also being heard. So that's my, my interest. And what's your uh, role and in, in interest in the Pandora Project, Hannah? Well, uh, Charlie and John and Peter are, have made it quite clear that they didn't want to write the book. So I'm on the project. <laughs> um, partially to assist with the writing of the book. But I'm also a real history buff like John, and I, I really believe we need a history lesson because we're going to lose an awful lot if we don't start digging it out. And there's so many people who have left us already that have had great stories to tell that we've missed, and we, we just don't want to miss any more stories. So that's why I'm involved, is I'm a history lover and I'm a writer. Well, that's great. I, I think it's an exciting project. And now that we know how the Pandora Project started, let's open the lid and get started on what the stories are all about. So, Peter, maybe we can start with you and you can give us some idea 
What is the purpose of the Triple Vision podcast series and why should it be important to our listeners? Yeah, the Triple Vision podcast series will pick up on the things that we've just been talking about, telling stories of the past, present, and future. So that's the the idea of Triple Vision being looking at um, our stories from those three perspectives, past, present, and future. So we are going to start with the past. We're going to go back and, and look at um, the community of blind, deafblind, partially, partially sighted persons in Canada going back to Confederation, in some cases pre-Confederation. And then we're going to tell that story moving forward. So what happened, you know, um, after Confederation? What happened with the Industrial uh, Revolution? Because that had an impact on our community. What happened, um, frankly, when organizations like the CNIB came along and sort of set the agenda for a number of years about what blindness in Canada could look like? And then, you know, how have blind people emerged in, you know, more modern history since um, the Convention of Human Rights uh, in Canada uh, with human rights legislations, with, uh, as you've alluded to, um, David, the digital age? And then finally, where are we now? So... What's important is that um, we as a community, but the larger community as well, uh, of, of uh, people out there in the Canadian population, uh, as we learn about our history and as they learn about our history, there are opportunities for change. There are opportunities for growth. Um, as Charlie said, once we're hoping that once that history is told and once that history is out of the box, so to speak, There'll be no no putting us back in that box of social isolation or lack of citizenship. So it's a pretty grandiose um, um, uh, objective, but we're really hoping that listeners will uh, stay with us on that journey. Thanks, Peter. So, Charlie, can you tell us a little bit about the, some of the themes we'll be covering in the podcasts? Um, yeah, the, there are many themes and and many more will emerge as we go through this process of exploration the past present and future are themes and that that's a basic element of where we're going with this in order for us to understand how we got here we need to understand where we came from and we came from a place of as peter said social isolation a dependency on others to to learn and to garner knowledge. But we can't just look at it from just that perspective. We've got to apply that to what's happening today. A failure in developing governance models, for example, for an increasingly connected uh, population in the digital realm is moving us forward. And if we want to have a future that we plan and design for ourselves, we've got to create it together, not just as blind people, but as the rest of the population as well. Our voices are absolutely necessary within the evolving conversation about the benefits of diversity. Thanks so much, Charlie. Oh, you're welcome. We, um, as part of our Triple Vision podcast, we have a tagline that we've talked about a little today called um, your Triple Vision is your window into the past, present and future of blindness in Canada today. And as part of our 
our podcast, with the help of AMI graphics staff, we have developed our own logo, which is fittingly a window. So it's uh, divided into three sections, the past representing the past, present, and future. And across the top of the window in a horizontal uh, line um, is a t- uh, the panel of the window is is a tan color and and then as the lower half of the window is divided into two sections vertically and on the left hand side is a dusty dusty red and on the right hand side is a dusty blue so we have three colors that represent the past present and future and that horizontal pane and the two vertical panes also uh, are suggestive of the letter T for triple vision. So that's what we're going forward with in our, our look for the upcoming podcast. Well, now that we know what the Pandora project is, and now we have a good idea what the triple vision podcast series is going to be all about. Let's have a glimpse at some of the topics that we will be covering. So, um, what is some of the topics that we will be looking at? Uh, Peter, do you have an idea that we would like to cover as far as, you know, the? I know there's a lot of stuff about education, employment, and housing. So can you give us some idea what some of those topics will be? Sure. Um, you've touched on three of them there, um, David. One topic which I don't think a lot of people know about, and certainly the wider Canadian population doesn't know about, is the whole idea of eugenics. So there was uh, an aspect of eugenics and eugenics being uh, sort of controlling the population, if you like, of Canadians who are blind, deafblind, partially sighted. So we know that there were attempts and we've seen documented evidence of physicians and service providers suggesting that uh, perhaps if you had a visual impairment, you should not have children. So that's an example of eugenics where a wider sort of societal view says in for this part of the population uh, we're going to control that we're going to make sure that these people do not have children and that's that's a story that we definitely want to tell because it's something that's not well known in Canada again you mentioned employment technology is going to be a big focus uh, at the beginning we talked about a number of different technologies you mentioned the real to real going back we've got things like slates and styluses so what does that mean and how has technology changed and and looking at the future artificial intelligence what does that mean so there's quite a variety of topics we we want to look at concessions so what has the idea of concessions in other words giving up our autonomy in order to get something back a very easy one and this always gets controversial is the idea of a bus pass right so we will give you a bus pass and you can ride the bus for free because we haven't yet found a way to make that accessible to the point where you should pay for it like everybody else so definitely we are going to get into a number of topics that we want people to comment on. So we'll come back to that in terms of how people can comment on these podcasts as we move forward. John, uh, advocacy plays an important role in telling the story. What what kind of topics will the advocacy be covering? Well, part of it will be the development of legislation. When I got involved in this work in 1975, there there was some protective legislation in Canada, but it didn't cover disabled people. It now does. 
we've seen the advent of human rights commissions all across the country at the uh, federal, provincial, territorial levels. We now have the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Blind people can now sit on juries in many in uh, many provinces and territories. And the the needs of guide dog users to have equitable access into places where the public goes is now protected by legislation. Most recently, of course, we've seen the passage of the Accessible Canada Act and provincial statutes in several provinces. In my view, those uh, statutes are not nearly as strong as they should be, and uh, it will take some time to see just uh, how far they go in removing barriers and preventing the introduction of new barriers. Certainly in Ontario, where I live, our province was supposed to become fully accessible by the year 2025. Well, we've still got a long way to go. So in my mind, while we have achieved uh, fairly strong legislative protections, we are yet to see the real benefits of those laws because disabled people, including blind, deaf, deaf blind, and partially sighted Canadians, are still among the poorest of the poor, the most unemployed and underemployed. And so we still have a long way to go to achieve the kind of equality that we're seeking. So, Charlie, what does the the business and the economics have to do with our stories, our life experiences? Interesting question. I'm going to give you a, a funny answer, which is I see accessibility as an opportunity that drives innovation and provides businesses with greater access to a customer base that has for an awful long time been ignored. Um, businesses have emerged to build, fill the voids that have existed within the traditional model of services to blind folks. Those businesses are expanding markets in a number of different areas, whether it's in the design and delivery of new software products and services, such as Amazon, who also take accessibility quite seriously. And because of that, during COVID, many of us have been shopping online. And in fact, it's a, a much easier way to shop because at least you get a description of what lies behind that piece of plastic on the shelf. Business is the ultimate beneficiary of accessibility being deployed across the country. And business is going to have to help us challenge the status quo so that it's not just a one monopoly system where we have been kept captive for far too long. Hashtag, I am your customer. Well, Hannah, it sounds like uh, the Triple Vision is going to have a lot of interesting real-life experience stories about our past when we talk about the history of blind Canadians and the, the present, the kind of challenges we face in society and information and into the future, how we hope we can have a voice in molding our abilities and our way of life. 
It is going to be a lot of interesting stories that we're going to bring to life. I, I think there's a lot of untold stories that we need to highlight. So Hannah, can you maybe give us a hint as to what our next couple of podcasts are going to be so our listeners have an idea what's coming up? Sure, David. I'd love to. One thing that you find when you start digging through history is you and listening to a lot of people's stories is you find out things you didn't know about and that we want to share some of those really interesting things with you. One of the uh, things that we looked at was like, where did the demand for blindness services come from in our country? Our first guest is going to be a Canadian military historian named Serge Durflinger, and he wrote a book called Veterans with a Vision. And he's going to talk about how the First World War blinded veterans created the first major demand for blindness rehabilitation services in Canada. So that's going to be interesting. But even before that, I was surprised to find out that um, in 1917, the Halifax explosion was referred to throughout history as the first mass blinding in Canadian history. The explosion there created hundreds and hundreds of people with vision problems. And that was actually the first uh, historically documented uh, demand for blindness services. And because the CNIB hadn't yet been founded, the Halifax School for the Blind became the institution that delivered rehabilitation services to Halifax residents. So we're, we're looking at really uh, interesting stories like that. We'll take a look at how epidemics like rubella caused generations of blind kids, as well as the incubator period where everybody thought the incubators were going to save lives, which they did, but they also caused uh, retinopathy of prematurity. And right now we're in an era of age-related macular degeneration. So we've got lots of different populations throughout history that created a, a real demand for services. Like the, the incubator babies created the demand for education. Once they got a little bit older, they needed schooling. And now the age-related macular degeneration people are, um, are demanding services related to their age group. So we're discovering lots of interesting things as we look back in history, and we hope you join us to learn more about them. And this concludes the first episode of our Triple Vision podcast. Triple Vision is made possible by the generous support of T-Base Communications and the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians. Triple Vision is produced in collaboration with Accessible Media Inc., AMI-audio, Sam Robinson is the technical producer, and Andy Frank is the manager of AMI-audio. And finally, I would like to thank you for joining us on this journey. If you would like to reach out to the Triple Vision team with questions or comments, you can reach us by email at triplevision21 at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at triplevision21.com.